Every day we learn one more thing about the horror of critical race theory, how it's getting implemented in our schools, how it's being implemented in our lives. And every day it seems there's one more story of people saying, yeah, this isn't going to work. We want no part of this. Oh, we get it now. This is flat out bigotry. And it is. It absolutely is. Look, we're paying attention to everything. We've got the Chauvin-George Floyd trial wrapping up. Closing arguments are happening in Minneapolis. You've got this attack that took place at the FedEx Ground Center in Indianapolis, my beloved Indy, right? This is where I live. Eight people murdered, the suspect taking his own life. So nine people dead in total. And you've got these very foolhardy gun debates thoughtless conversation happening, just screaming and yelling about firearms and no willingness to get to the harder subject, right? They talk about having difficult conversations, but they never seem to do so. The same thing is true for the people in the world of critical race theory. They all want to talk about having difficult conversations, But their version of a difficult conversation is you, regardless of whoever you are, regardless of the color of your skin, you agree with them. And if you disagree, well, then you are indeed a bigot or a racist. This is the horror show that is critical race theory. And we have even more to prove this. And and if asked, Tony, you, you seem to discuss this often, why? I can think of nothing that is more important, actually more important than the Second Amendment conversations that take place, because this is actually a First Amendment conversation, and this is about whether or not we actually truly love our children. I discuss, for example, and when the conversation of transgenderism comes up, I can't tell adults what to do. I don't quite understand it. That's okay. I don't have to. But when it comes to children, children are not allowed to change their gender. What? It's child abuse if you allow them to. And if that means I lose friends, I'm okay with that. It is child abuse to allow a 12-year-old to decide their gender. 12-year-olds can't decide anything. 9-year-olds can't decide anything. 15-year-olds can't decide anything. I didn't say they couldn't feel a certain way. I am saying they cannot make decisions for themselves that involve medical treatment. And the people who say they can are guilty of child abuse. It is, as I see it, a predatory relationship. I feel the same way these days about this idea of just being abusive. From those who push critical race theory and anti-racism and very often how it is pushed through offices of diversity, equity, and inclusion. I put forth to you that those offices should be removed from high schools and middle schools all around the country and from universities because what they push is bigotry. Tony Katz, so good to be with you, Tony Katz, today on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY. Feel free. Let me hear what you think. 833-468-8669. Agree or disagree, I'm happy to engage it with you. This latest is is a uh, twofold. The first comes uh, from Barry Weiss. 
who is part of a group called Foundation Against Intolerance and Racism, uh, fairforall.us. Uh, I'm a huge believer in this group. Because they're, discu- they're doing, you know, what we're just, we've been discussing for, for months now, for over a year now. The bigotry that is critical race theory. Critical race theory posits that race intersects and involves all things. So anything you see, anything that you think is a problem, well, race could be a reason. Or race is the reason. As a matter of fact, race is the reason. It's always about race. It teaches people to find bigotry and to find racism, even where it doesn't exist, to be able to prove that they are indeed a victim. It creates within people hatred. Because if racism is responsible for everything that is wrong, you will find racism in everything as opposed to dealing with issues in and of themselves. And this is true of people who are black and who are white and everything in between. Anti-racism states that you fight discrimination with discrimination and you fight future discrimination with discrimination. It is an add-on that says that you, whoever you are, are guilty. Any chance or any time somebody says that you're guilty. And if you are white, you are guilty because of the color of your skin. Who you are as an individual is stripped away and all that is left is a radical anti-American group think that decides you are guilty because of your color, your whiteness. And if you should disagree, that's where they get into things like white fragility and et cetera, that you're just too fragile to accept the truth. It's very convenient. It is teaching racism and teaching bigotry and teaching hate. No good can come from it. It never has and it never will. And I say this knowing that uh, where, where my kids go to school, there's, a, there's this office for diversity, equity, inclusion, and I want it closed. And down the road, there's an office for diversity, equity, and inclusion, and it should be closed. And across uh, the city, uh, there in another county, there's an office of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and it should be closed. It is an obsession And as we have discussed with this concept of equity, they don't even know what it means. No one knows what it means. None of these progressives know what it means. It is simply a way of saying wealth redistribution and you have to give more. I don't know who the you is. I assume it's anybody who disagrees with them. But it's a fetish. And it is the teaching of hate. Barry Weiss Posting to her Substack, Barry Barry is B-A-R-I, Weiss is W-E-I-S-S, so barryweiss.substack.com, you have to read this letter. That's what she wrote. And it's about a man whose daughter goes to a private school in New York, New York called Breerly, B-R-E-A-R-L-E-Y. Breerly costs $54,000 a year. That's, that's what it costs. And parents have to take an anti-racism pledge to be considered for admission. In these private schools, I mean, certainly we see it in public schools, we see it in universities, but in these private schools, they are are beyond radical in this conversation of critical race theory and anti-racism. They are so desperate to seem like they are caring that they are tearing the schools apart. This is true in Indianapolis, where I live. This is true in New York. This is true in Lincoln, Nebraska. This is true of private schools all across the country. The radical indoctrination that's going on. 
Well, the first places you ever saw the Instagram uh, um, groups called Black At. Black at Sidwell Friends, Black at Park Tudor, Black at all these private schools. It was through Instagram and it was people saying racism happened here and look what happened to me there. And nobody knows whether these accounts are real or legitimate. Maybe some are. But they all happened so quickly that it was clearly part of a plan, a funded plan to sow division and hate and to move administrations into defensive postures because they don't want to be seen as racists and move forward on this radical ideology of anti-racism. Anti-racism is bigotry and the people who teach it are wrong. I want to make sure I'm clear on that. So this letter comes from a man by the name of Andrew Gutman. And in this letter, he states, it cannot be stated strongly enough that Brearley's obsession with race must stop. It should be abundantly clear to any thinking parent that the Brearley, that Brearley has completely lost its way. The administration and the board of trustees have displayed a cowardly and appalling lack of leadership by appeasing an anti-intellectual, illiberal mob and then allowing the school to be captured by that same mob. He continues, I object to the view that I should be judged by the color of my skin. I cannot tolerate a school that not only judges my daughter by the color of her skin, but encourages and instructs her to prejudge others by theirs. By viewing every element of education, every aspect of history, and every facet of society through the lens of skin color and race, we are desecrating the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and utterly violating the movement for which such civil rights leaders believed, fought, and died. Now, we all know this is true, that when you judge people by the color of their skin, it's everything certainly we as, a, as, as an older generation were taught not to do, everything I continue to teach my children not to do, because I'm not buying in to this critical race theory hellscape. And so when you hear something like this from somebody in New York who's paying $54,000 a year, it doesn't necessarily hold more weight because you're sending your kids to a public school in the suburbs in the Midwest. The issue is still the issue, and the fight still remains. I object to a definition of systemic racism, apparently supported by Brearley, that any educational, professional, or societal outcome where blacks are underrepresented is prima facie evidence of the aforementioned systemic racism or of white supremacy and oppression. Facile and unsupported, I think I pronounced that right, and unsupported beliefs such as these are the polar opposite to the intellectual and scientific truth for which Brearley claims to stand. I object to mandatory anti-racism training for parents, especially when presented by the rent-seeking charlatans of Pollyanna. These sessions, in both their content and delivery, are so sophomoric and simplistic, so unsophisticated and inane, that I would be embarrassed that they were taught to Brearley kindergartners. They are an insult to parents and unbecoming of any educational institution, let alone one of Brearley's caliber. And he continues, I object to Brearley's vacuous, inappropriate, and fanatical use of words such as equity, diversity, and inclusiveness. If Brearley's admission was truly concerned about so-called equity, it would be discussing the cessation of admissions preferences for legacies, siblings, and those families with especially deep pockets. You gotta love that.
You got to love this letter. And by the way, I don't know what this man does for a living, but you know he's getting targeted, right? He's getting targeted right now and as we speak. You know it. I know it. He knows it. Meanwhile, there's the story of Paul Rossi, who's a teacher at Grace Church School in New York, standing up to this critical race theory and anti-racism bigotry. Wrote a letter posted by Barry Weiss. He has now been relieved of his teaching duties. I am writing in response to the letter that you sent over the weekend to my colleagues. Grace's public story, the story it is telling to the press and to its community, has been very different from what you have told me. In light of your statement that my essay contains glaring omissions and inaccuracies, and in support of those who will inevitably be scared into silence by seeing the price I am now paying for speaking up, I am compelled to share what you have told me in our previous conversations. This is the teacher saying, you want to fire me? All right, here's what you said. Here is absolutely positively what you said. This is who you are. Do you know the strength it takes to do this? The strength it takes to make this happen. None of this is easy. This is remarkably difficult stuff. This is your job. This is your livelihood. And yet, it's gone in a blink because you disagree. Because you don't want to buy in. This is the price you pay for being a parent. This is the price you pay for loving your children. You don't love your children by sending them to schools that buy into this hatred and to this bigotry. It teaches kids how to be hateful. It teaches them to hate. How could they ever be happy? It teaches them to be distrustful. And you don't do that to your kids. You stand up for them. And I know people who have stood up for their kids and their friends have called them racists. The school has called them racists. You know what? You stand up. You fight. Doesn't matter if they call you racist. Your kid is worth it. It's happening in public schools and it's happening in private schools and people are saying enough. Good. This is the start of something amazing. Be a part of it. Stand up to this and demand that anti-racism and critical race theory be ripped out of schools. Demand that if they teach the 1619 Project, they should be fired. Stay on your superintendents, stay on your principals, and and the principals with you. Stay on your principal of your school with your principals. There, I said it right. And demand better. And when they call you racist, keep on moving. Keep on demanding. Critical race theory teaches hate, and anti-racism teaches hate, inculcates hate, tries to establish and bake in the concepts of hate and bigotry to which there is no survival. Do not let them. Yes, they'll come after you. They'll come after your business. They may come after your kid, but if you love your kid, you'll do it. 
That's my take. If you love your kid, you will fight for them and fight for what's right, regardless of the color of your skin. I'm Tony Katz.